Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome back to Simpin' After Dark. This is your girl, Ashley Mendoza. Um, thank you for tuning in to another episode. If you follow Simpin on Instagram, then you already know Victoria will no longer be a part of the podcast. Um, she will be missed. But yeah, unfortunately, she just let me know a few days ago that she got a job or she had some things come up or something like that. So I wish her the best. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. You know, this podcast is all about music and specifically R&B music. Um analyzing the dynamic between relationships love society culture how they all intertwine um i talk about my own experiences which consist of you know things i've heard maybe friends go through um, books movies all type of media uh, specifically music obviously um simpin is my baby so you know i gotta keep it going it's gonna be a different vibe for sure usually it's more conversational but now i feel like i'm about to be on my monologue shit i'm gonna be simping alone today so i'm excited to take it in my own direction see where it goes to bring some guests on i do love having um, other opinions different perspectives so for sure we'll still be bringing that when i can um i'm excited yeah specifically i'm excited today because i'm gonna be talking Giveon. if you know his music you already know this podcast is about to get real and you know his music is perfect for this if you don't know his music you're about to get put the fuck on because he's just amazing and um maybe you have heard him but you don't know it last year drake featured him on his song chicago freestyle he's the dude singing i think a lot of people maybe discovered him that way that kind of put him on the map in a bigger way obviously yeah drake is a bigger artist so that is dope when that happens because then more people are exposed to some dope ass music but also i feel like last year was uh this year is gonna be his year i feel like but last year he kind of started he put out a couple different projects he put out an album um which he is actually nominated for a grammy for it is cold take time so he dropped that the beginning or like around the end of march which was really fucking great but his latest project it was a ep it's four songs and it's called when it's all said and done so i'm going to be talking about stuck on you it's the last track 
And, you know, it's all about that toxic shit I love to talk about and explore and dive into. Um, which, by the way, we all know the Grammys aren't the pinnacle of what's the best music because they've done some dumb shit with nominations and snubbing people and all that. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But congrats to him anyway because that's still fucking exciting. That's the Grammys. Regardless of how trash they can be or how much of a joke people think they are, um, it's still exciting for him, you know? Also, he is from Long Beach, California. So I always get excited when someone's from the general Southern California, LA area specifically. So that's exciting. And he's also young as fuck. He's 25. That's young to me. So... Yeah, he's super talented. His voice is sultry as fuck. It's really deep. His, like, it's just very distinguishable, you know? He's on his baritone shit, and it's just, his vocals are just, like, raw. Like, it just sounds like he's, like, right there singing to you. Like, please watch his videos on YouTube or wherever. Uh, So the EP, when it's all said and done, starts with the title track. When it's all said and done... And he's just kind of coming to terms with a relationship that's toxic and accepting it for what it is. Then we go into Still Your Best, where we kind of had an episode before me and Victoria when we talked about, we had a guest on actually, it was when Myron came on. I don't remember the song we did, but it was kind of like the whole thing about like when you have, when you go through a breakup and you are trying so hard to just be like, you know what? You downgraded like your new bitch, whack. Her style, whack. Her taste in music, whack. She can never do it like me. That whole fucking mood. That's what that song is. Like, he literally like says at one point, like, come on, babe. That's a downgrade. And you know it. So it's a good song. And then third song. It's called Last Time, featuring Snow Allegra. You know. That's my girl. I fucking love her. And just both their voices together. Amazing. Like, oh, my God. So that one's just basically about, like, he's trying to link up with his toxic back and forth ex for the last time. And he's, like, in a conversation with his homie. And it actually, it's a perfect, like, a little intro to outro between that song and um, the song that I'm talking about, which is Stuck on You. So at the end of... Last time with Snow, his uh, homie's like, oh, what you, about to do? what you about to get into? And he's just like, oh, you know, I'm about to go, like, pull up on a friend. And he's like, <laughs> give me on, like, where, where are you going? Are you going to go hit up, like, your ex-ex? Or, and, of course, he tries to play it off. Like, we all know what it's like when you're going through it with somebody And you're kind of too embarrassed to tell your friends you're still fucking without somebody because they know what it is. It's fucking toxic. So that's what he's on at the end of that song. And he's like, he lies. (laughs) That's when you know it's kind of bad when you have to start like lying to your friends. So he's like, nah, like, mm -mm, it's not that. That's that's done. So that perfectly uh, segues into Stuck on You, which is the last song. And I do got to say, I love whenever a project really make sure that the last song is like one of the best songs because I do kind of hate when like albums just like peak 
around the middle and then just like fall off at the end. I can't think of any examples right now, but this song is definitely like one of the more popular ones. There's only four. They're all really good, but this is my favorite. So let me play you guys a clip. Don't tell my friends that I'm here to visit. Don't tell my friends that I'm here. muster up any emotions for you i don't know what to tell you go back and listen harder or i don't know maybe you just have no soul some people don't like to cry i like to cry so i do this shit to myself on purpose and also i'm about to start my period so that's even extra emotions right there but yeah so the song is definitely gonna hit hard if you just got out of a relationship where you thought maybe you you were gonna marry the person or like maybe you were engaged broke it off or like I don't know you know it's even if you're like in that space right now where you're coming to terms with the fact that as much as like you are trying you just can see that it's just about to hit a dead end like you know that it's not gonna work and you want it to because usually when you're in that toxic fucking love that's not supposed to work out it's like a deep ass love Like, you love hard. We've all been there, I think. Maybe some of you are fucking healthy and self-aware and all that and fucking good at setting boundaries, but most of us have been there. So we get into verse one here, literally off the bat, like I said, up in your room once again, tempted. If you're tempted, like you already know, like you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be here. It says bad for me. It's the truth, but I can't miss this. So he knows. Don't tell my friends that I'm here to visit. Don't tell my friends that I'm here. So mm -hmm. pre-chorus waiting for you. Even how you treat me. You're my baby. Even when you leave me. I think that's like my favorite fucking lyric of the whole the whole song. It's just beautiful. It's well, not like beautiful, like nice. It's like tragically beautiful. Like it's fucking sad. Excuse me. I just burped. But yeah, um. You're my baby even when you leave me. I've definitely been there. I've been there where you know it has to end, but that's still your baby. Maybe you're cussing them out, but that's still your baby. Like maybe you're not talking to them, but that's still your baby, you know? It's sad. And then this part, he says, maybe I'm the one to blame. Maybe I'm the cause of the pain. That kind of reminds me of... I feel like this conversation was with Stephanie on the podcast. I could be wrong. And if I am wrong, email me at simpinafterdark at gmail.com or DM me or whatever on Instagram at simpinafterdark all across the board. But I feel like that whole thing where you start to question if you're the problem reminds me of the whole um, thing about narcissism. I've heard um, victims of narcissistic abuse or narcissism um, usually kind of wonder if they're a narcissist I don't know like how that works psychologically or like you know 
that's confusing because like you would think like if someone's a narcissist someone's being abused and that should be very clear and you would think that that's a very distinctive in the moment or like in the experience or situation but like somehow that all gets fogged up I think when it comes to like a toxic situation nothing's very clear nothing's black and white it's easy to like wonder like am I the problem so that's the same thing here for him so he talks about waiting for you even how you treat me like damn like that shit fucking hits like it's so sad like when you take a break maybe in a relationship and it's like you know they don't treat you good but you fucking miss them anyway like even like even though you know like once you meet up they're probably not gonna treat you well but you miss them anyway like that's so fucking sad man like please find help all my people in toxic situations but meanwhile we have this song by Gibeon. It's good. Listen to it. You'll cry. Cry it out. Then he says, you're my baby even when you leave me again. Maybe I'm the problem and the one that's causing all of this. And maybe he is. And I think that's also something worth exploring or like looking into is that it takes two, which is not to victim blame if like you're in something that's like extremely abusive or like actually physically abusive. But like if it's just both of you going through it and you know you could do better in certain situations then you can't really put the blame all on one person and like that is hard because nobody wants to be the problem but that's also what's really cool about this song is that he kind of like realizes as toxic as it is and as much as you fucking hurt me and as much as I realize this like I can also come to terms with the fact that I'm not fucking perfect like, at times, I'm probably the fucking toxic asshole. So, we get into the chorus. He says, I can't say I love you no more because my friends gonna judge me for sure. And, like, I think we all go through that, too. Where, like, especially if you're, like, telling your friends, like, all the business, all your business. Um, which is why people say you shouldn't tell your friends all your business or, like, your family especially. Because, like, if you can't. Like, if you forgive your man, maybe they can't. Or, like, your person, whoever your partner is. Um, then maybe you shouldn't tell them these things because they're not going to forgive him. But then I do also wonder, like, if you can't forgive him, should your friends and family forgive him? Like, maybe, like, they really did fuck up like that. Maybe you shouldn't. Like, maybe y'all don't need to be together, you know? And at the end of the day, if you got good friends, they're going to realize. But that's why I think people need to be more like, like, think more about this shit. Like, put yourself in other people's shoes. Like, people need empathy. And I think that's like going back to the whole thing where he's questioning if he's the problem. It's because it's because he's empathetic, truly. And that's why, like, even if he is a little bit toxic at the end of the day, if the person on the other side is like the narcissist. They probably aren't thinking they're the problem at all. And that's where the real fucking like chaos comes from is that like the one person that's being abused and mostly isn't at fault. They're sitting there realizing like their fault, but the other person is not. They're just like, I did nothing wrong. Like, why do you keep telling me I'm doing this, that, this? So that's where like it all stems. So that's something to think about for you guys. So then he's talking about, um, yeah, basically, because my friends gonna judge me for sure. Took me some time, but I realized 
you do me wrong, but it feels right. Damn, toxic. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Feels like I'm stuck on you. And that line right there too, which is part of the title, stuck on you, is like... That really is what it can feel like when you're in that toxic situation that you just, like, can't get out of. Which, like, we'll come to understand that's basically the entire heart of the song. Is that he's in this and he's saying all these things and, like, realizing how fucked up it is. Like, he fucking knows. Like, he's not dumb. He's obviously very introspective. But I think he knows. Like, he's not going anywhere. And that's why he's up in our room right now. Even though he knows. Verse two. Trust me, I do understand this is bad for me. I'm a fool, but I can't end it. Far from love, but I'm stuck. Damn. Staying while you kiss me, saying that you miss me. Hate it when you tempt me. Yep. That's the thing. When you're in like some toxic shit, excuse the background. You already know I'm here in downtown LA. Vault 7 Studios. So shout out to Vault 7 Studios for always hosting Sippin' After Dark. Um, but yeah, back to this, <laughs> it's, it's fucked up because when you know you can't end it, all you can do is just keep waiting till you get to the point where you're not going to have a choice. So as toxic as it is, it's going to get worse because that's honestly the only time you can walk away from something like that. It's like once it's reached a point where like you absolutely have no choice. Maybe it's like no longer like something you can hide from your friends or family or I don't know. Like it's just like you reach a point where like you snap or like you really fucking just can't do it anymore. Like your patience is just like it's up to here and you're like, I can't, I can't. So it's really sad. Definitely. So then that's kind of just when you realize like. I don't think he's leaving this relationship. You know? I think a lot of people that are stuck in this shit aren't going to leave. And then, like, especially if you watch the music video, which you guys should check it out. It's so fucking good. Um, 
like the oh, everything is beautiful like him and the girl together beautiful but it's so fucking sad it's just it just gives you like a fly on the wall perspective of just like being there when a relationship is crumbling it's like a part where like they're in the car and she just like gets out walks away like by the beach so it's like really pretty but also just like really fucking sad because it's like damn this is such a nice day and you see that so many times with couples where they just can't get their shit together everything has to be an argument like the pettiest shit and it like literally ruins the whole day or the whole weekend or whatever it may be but the music video just does a good job of showing things like that and then also just like moments of complete like isolation you just feel really lonely when you're in a relationship like that and it just it shows just how they would be better off if they would just break up and if he would just start his healing but at the end of the day i feel like he is trying like i feel like he's just trying to get to like a space where he can really reflect and for now for him it's up in his girl's bedroom still fucking with her still dealing with that messy stuff but we all know that's not it's not easy so just don't judge your friends or whatever and but that's not to like enable it either I actually have some little things I found on Instagram and Twitter okay so first of all from Twitter I want to talk about um at noon n-o-o-n-y-0-g I don't know what that means said of course you miss me I wasn't the problem with like the crying face and like at first it's like okay yeah yeah I agree like of course you miss me but like that's not really true I don't really agree with this actually I think that's kind of a toxic mentality and like what enables like a lot of these situations where people can't leave each other or like one person thinks that oh I wasn't the problem you were the problem no because you could still miss someone and acknowledge that they're not good for you or like they like if you miss someone that doesn't mean that they weren't bad for you so I'm sorry um noon yog however you say that so you know since I'm a kind of I wouldn't say romanticizing all this toxic shit but crying about it you know I get my feelings on here it's something after dark of course we have a little cute little text graphic on Instagram by psych underscore today, which I love a lot of this stuff. I imagine it's not even a real psychologist running this shit like Stephanie. Go get them. It says how to make up after an argument. So this is a kind of really cool little tips if you're in some toxic shit. Honestly, I don't know. I think we've asked this, <laughs> me and Victoria, on like one of our first episodes. We we're like, I wonder if a toxic relationship can like you know make it or like progress to like a point where it's healthy and I think our consensus was like probably not but you know I don't know therapy it's gonna require a lot of fucking energy and educating each other we'll let this little uh, siren go by all right 
So the first one says, take time to cool off. If you talk too soon, you're likely to trigger each other again. I, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Although I can also kind of say, like, I would probably get annoyed if, like, my person was, like, not trying to talk to me, like, in the middle of an argument. But that might be toxic of me. I don't know. So then don't pretend it didn't happen. That one I 100% agree with because that's, like, my biggest pet peeve. And for some reason I feel like men, and I'm sure some women too, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure it's equal. But this is just based on my experience, you know. I date men. So I feel like... <laughs> Men love to apologize by just, like, letting time pass by. That's not an apology. Like, just because you forgot what the problem was doesn't mean I did. Even if I did forget it, the feelings are still there and I'm harboring them. So until you fucking come forward with an apology, like, I can't move on. That's just me. (coughs) That's just me. Next one. Don't keep punishing the person. Okay, that's hard. Coming from me, because I can hold grudges, you know? But... I do realize the importance in this. You shouldn't, like, if you're going to, like, get through something, you got to let it go. Just let it go. So um, I'm talking to myself here for that one. Then we got apologize. It's not saying the other person wins, but acknowledge hurting their feelings. That's a big one because I think a lot of people are so scared to apologize because they think it's going to put some sort of, like, full blame on them. And, you know, you know what's so weird? I feel like part of this... I don't know if it makes any sense. I think it does, but I don't know, like, how relevant it is. You know, like, when if you get a car accident, you're not supposed to, like, say, like, oh, my God, like, sorry, because then it puts blame on you. Maybe we've all been, like, subconsciously brainwashed to think that that applies to all other reasons, which I think is a problem for, like, a lot of people. I think a lot of people, like, read things on social media And they take it, like, fucking 50 steps too far. You know what I'm talking about. Like, those people that read some things that are, like, come on, you don't owe anybody anything. Like, just do, like, what's right for you. And it's, like, you owe some people some things. Like, let's not be dense about it, you know? So back to this. We got go back and seek a solution to the problem that started the argument, of course. And I think that ties in with the whole, like, Don't pretend it didn't happen thing. Pretty self-explanatory. Like, even if somebody does apologize and you realize what the problem was, like, if you're just like, all right, cool, we can drop it now. No, because how are you going to make sure it doesn't happen again? You need a plan moving forward. I think that's, I think that's one of the biggest things in like how you do get stuck in toxic situations with people is that you don't. Like, when you have arguments or disagreements, you don't make a plan on how we're going to avoid this um, whole thing again in the future. It's more just, like, about, like, oh, let's fuck and make up, and we'll be happy for right now. And, yeah, you will for right now. But that's not healthy. That's not going to fucking solve no solutions in the future. And then the last one, try to learn something from the argument about communication or the underlying cause so I think that's just emphasis on communication and learn something definitely because if you're not if you're not gonna like learn anything from the situation then it's like what was the point of it I think at the end of the day you need to be able to like take 
a problem that happens and like not like let it have happened like for no fucking reason like if you were gonna like if you went all through that bullshit and like it happened for nothing like there is no takeaway then there is no growth like my biggest thing is like i feel like maybe the reason i think a toxic relationship could you know turn it around and make it emphasis on maybe and i'm talking about some like a small percentage and like it's hard i get that trust me i'm not trying to enable this um i think we're all adults here and you should be able to gauge whether or not like it's past the point of return and if you are like in immediate danger like please don't think it's gonna get better and try to stay and turn it around i'm talking to people where they love each other but they are just really lacking in the communication department so that would just take them being like hey I don't want to be in this state of mind anymore or this environment like emotionally and this shit is draining my soul so let's find a way to fix that and go forward but I think that takes two people like really willing to and it's hard if it's two really stubborn people but I think it just takes learning and realizing that there is an opportunity for growth in the chaos and that goes for like any type of situation so just take that and apply it to your relationships like friendship relationships like familial relationships work relationships whatever it is it's like as long as you can like learn from it then it wasn't all for granted because if it was all for granted it's bound to happen again and nobody's gonna feel better so yeah Okay, so lastly, I want to go over, it's almost Valentine's Day, so um, I did a poll, I asked you guys if you have asked anyone to be your Valentine yet, or if anyone has asked you yet, and I was actually super surprised, I feel like I thought like more people celebrate, but I guess that celebrating it doesn't really have a correlation with asking Because a lot of the people that responded know that they have not been asked or that they haven't asked were people in like relationships. I had people like DMing me talking about their man hasn't asked them yet, blah, blah, blah. So I just want this to be a passe for all the men that haven't asked their women because you still got time. You need to ask them to be your Valentine. You can't just assume Like, obviously, you're going to hang out, but, like, these little details matter. It's cute. Women still want to be pursued and, like, asked to be something. They're waiting for you. Of course, they're not going to go be someone else's Valentine if you don't ask, but it's just fucking cute. It's, like, little details. Like, stop, like, making your partner feel like they're not a prize, you know? Like, go out there. Ask them. All I got to say about that. So I hope you all have sex this weekend and that it's sensual and um, consensual, obviously, and uh, romantic, all that, and nasty. I hope somebody makes you dinner, gets you some flowers or something. Um, And if you don't have a valentine, treat yourself, spoil yourself, do something. At the end of the day, it's just a holiday um so yeah don't even worry about it or just listen to some simping after dark 
um thank you guys for sticking to the end if you did i'm excited to be doing this and um also make sure to watch malcolm and murray that movie on netflix because i've been seeing some shit about it and it sounds like fucking crazy like some toxic shit so you know i'm gonna want to talk about it next time um yeah once again shout out to wild seven studios and my girls at nightshade collective um follow me on instagram simping after dark twitter tiktok everything is the same across the board so you know where i'm at see you next time bye